Welcome to Clean Break, the weekly divorce podcast. We share the stories and experiences of divorce professionals. Find all the answers about the many complex questions about divorce and separation at divorcenet.ca. Hi, everyone. Darren Jalog here. Thank you so much for joining us. Getting back at it, getting back on the podcast, doing the Clean Break uh, podcast for everyone who's out there listening to the show. Uh, so happy to be back with you. Uh, my name is Darren Jabog again, and I am here with the always entertaining and amazing <laughs> Tina Murray. Good morning, Darren. Hi, Tina. So we're back at it. It's been a challenging year for some people, and others have had challenging years because they've been just so busy. Mm-hmm. It's It's been such a busy year for a lot of people. Yeah, you know? yeah. Who would have thunk? I never, yeah, never would have thought about it. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we've all come out of this, and I think a lot of people have come out uh, better. Some people have had challenges and struggles. Yeah. But... Um, the good news is, is we're getting to the other side and we're back at it. People are listening. Yep. They're looking for advice and we're here to help. Right. That is right. So today yes. we actually have a really cool uh, guest. We've had him on the show before. Um, Adam Mills. He is the broker of record with the Royal LePage Team Realty, Adam Mills Brokerage. So uh, he has actually recently written a book. So I did not know that till today. So uh, welcome to the show, Adam. Yeah, thanks very much. It's, it's nice to be back on the show again. Good to see your faces. Well, I mean, through Zoom, not in person like last time, but uh, still, it's uh, it's great to see you guys again, for sure. Yeah. Um, how how are you doing in, in this will, world that we're living in right now? You know what? It's uh, it good. Uh, I mean, the real estate market right now uh, across the country and in Ottawa specific, of course, too, um, has been a really strong seller's market. So it's a very fast paced moving market. Uh, you know, price points have risen almost 20% uh, year over year. So, I mean, people who are selling are, are quite enjoying the process. People who are buying, it's, it's a bit of a struggle. Yes. Uh, but I mean, you can still achieve, you can still achieve a good result. Um, so from that perspective, I mean, things have been good. Um, you know, the, the lockdown, everyone had their own, uh, I guess, you know, struggles with that. Um, I certainly, I mean, my kids are seven and nine. So I played an obscene amount of, uh, of Monopoly with them, which... Uh, <laughs> But the funny thing was that my, my seven-year-old daughter would, would grind me quite a bit and say, you know, dad, aren't you supposed to be good at this? You're in real estate. Isn't this what you do? Because I, I consistently would lose to her. Um, so anyways, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm really thankful that real estate's not actually a monopoly because I, I'd be terrible at it, apparently. <laughs> Looks so. like you got a future team member there on your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never know. I'm just I'm grooming them young to try and get them into the business, you know? So awesome. we'll, we'll see if it awesome. works out. <laughs> awesome. That's great. So Adam, yeah. thanks for being on the show. I got to tell you, I, I'm surprised. Uh, like like realtors, like you just said today, are so busy. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy that you were able to make time to, to join us today because it's just mm-hmm. trying to nail down any realtors. It's just been like they're like moving at like uh, Mach 1, you know, <laughs> like, like flying around. So it's like yeah. herding cats. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about how long you've been in the business and, you know, maybe uh, just a short story about why you decided to become a real estate agent. Sure. Okay. So, yeah, I've been in the business now 11 years. Uh, started out like anyone, I guess. They started out on their own. Uh, and then from there, started to, you know, progress and, and grow a team, you know, hire an administrator uh, and then hire a few different agents that work on the team as well. Uh, so now, now there's, there's a total of five of us. All of us are licensed realtors. Um, one of the team members' primary function would be on the admin side. The other three licensed realtors are working specifically on the buying side. And then there's, uh, there's myself who really focuses the, my, the bulk of my time on the, the listing side of things. 
Um, so I got into, yeah, 11 years ago, uh, I've incorporated my own, my own franchise now of Royal LePage and, uh, really the driving force for me, um, 11 years ago was I wanted to get into, to flipping homes. I thought, you know, I, I did a, a flip with a, a friend of mine, you know, we made a little bit of money and not actually enough money to buy our girlfriends at the time, uh, engagement rings. So that was <laughs> good um, purchase. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was an investment. <laughs> um, but yeah, so did that and, and, and thought, wow, you know what, we could, we could totally knock it out of the park and just be, you know, like flippers, like you see on TV. Um, that didn't really, uh, you know, I guess once we went through all the math of it and looked at it and said, okay, well, if we didn't have our, our friends and family all working constantly for free, we probably wouldn't have made money doing this. Mm. Um, so that really changed my angle on it. Uh, but anyways, got into real estate and, and haven't looked back or I haven't flipped a house since, but um, I've just loved, you know, dialoguing, working with clients through, uh, you know, whatever they're looking to, to achieve lifestyle wise. And uh, yeah, just really enjoy the process. Right. Great. Well, our show is about divorce <laughs> and uh, the podcast is called Clean Break. So I'm really interested to hear about your new book that you published recently, and it is called Navigating Selling Through Separation. Interest, right. Interesting that this would be um, a, a book that would just get published. So tell me a little bit about when did you start thinking that this was something you needed to do and a little bit about the book. So it was something that uh, I was at a conference uh, this past March before COVID was kind of, you know, dropped on us. And uh, I met a realtor out um, in the Calgary area and he had written a, a book that was in line with uh, divorce. And he said, you know, I wrote this 10 years ago. Um, you know, I, I found in the Calgary market, there was no good resources out there. Lawyers were always looking for information. And I, I looked at him, you know, I'm like, that's a, a really you know, good idea because I don't feel like there's any kind of resource or tool in the Ottawa market either for that. Um, so, you know, brought that back and, and really started just, you know, putting pen to paper and writing it at that point in time. Um, I consulted with a couple of different, you know, family law lawyers, mediators, you know, some accountants, uh, mortgage, uh, mortgage folk as well to put together what I would say, I mean, it's not a, a comprehensive guide that's going to answer every question you could ever have. Uh, but it's a book that would give you a very good roadmap on, okay, if I am going to look at divorce or separation, you know, what can I, you know, what, what does that process look like? What can I do with my home? Like, what are the three big options I can do with my home? You know, whether I, I sell it, uh, you know, I, I want to, you know, we keep it uh, co-ownership, you know, the different, the different options that, that, you know, we talk about quite a bit. Um, and then from there, I, I put the last half of the book to be something that you know, it's just a guide for anyone that's looking at selling a home. It walks you through, you know, what renovations you could look at doing that have the highest payback. Uh, you know, what staging tips you might have and then how the actual selling process works. Um, so it, to me, it's an overall, it's an overall, you know, uh, just kind of guide high level, high level guide to give people a sense on, you know, what can they do with their home? And then if they want to sell it, great. Here's a, here's, here's kind of the general process that, that we would follow if we were selling a home. Yeah. I like that. Interesting. I like that. You know, I think a lot of times, anytime some, when someone's dealing with a professional uh, real estate, mortgage, financial, uh, sometimes <clears throat> They don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. So to them, it's like a one pager. It's like, oh, I got this five, five check box checklist to do and boom, I'm done. It's all finished, right? So I think quite often they don't see all the work involved getting to that stage of yeah. being able to say, okay, did we do this, 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 and this, yeah. you know? So I, I really like the idea. And I, I truly believe that today, it's about knowledge. It's about sharing and imparting knowledge without having mm -hmm. some type of a, um, a catch, yes. you know, because 
it's it's just that's the environment now there's so much information online but they need someone to kind of put it all together so I'm, it's really nice to hear you doing that for people well yeah i mean google's a scary place i mean if you start you know like searching for things i mean you can go down like some really weird rabbit holes and and, and you know and find information that's just going to terrify you um, and that could you know be false and or not relevant i mean right. a, a lot of the laws for for separation and divorce i mean they're province specific so if you're reading stuff about you know that the process of uh, in Quebec I mean that may or may not be applicable to what the situation is in Ontario right you know so to me I, th I think people need to if you're going to research and I think researching is important but at least make sure that you know where you're pulling information from um, is, is relevant and and you know fairly well fact-checked you know so that, I think that's that's an important piece to it absolutely I, I mean just saying that the other day I was talking about liras actually with my husband and um and so he was under the impression one thing was going to happen with his lira and when he turns 55 and so i sort of you know just to back up my knowledge i was looking online and i was like i literally wrote lira in ontario and i had uk stuff and i'm like so if you don't you know if you just assume that you've gone to the right place then that information could be completely in incorrect. So I like that idea. Can people get the book online or is it only hard yeah. copy? Okay. Yeah, well, so on, online, I have it on my website where you can preview the first chapter. And if you want to buy it off the site, you can. Okay. Um, not, and I'm not really trying to push like, you know, like a bunch of book sales. That's not the goal. Yeah. Um, so, if, but for people who just want it, don't want to talk to us and just want information, then they can, they can buy it. We'll mail it to them. And then it, it stays very confidential that way. Yeah, um, I mean, certainly people want to set up a meeting with us and and just discuss their situation. I mean, we're we're just giving those those people uh, the book for free, you know, mm -hmm. as a as a resource for them. And if you know if, if it works for them, great. And if it doesn't, then you know, there's no no harm, no foul on that. Mm -hmm. um, and also so with a, a few lawyers, sorry, I was going to say like, with a couple of lawyers too. We're we're giving them copies of the book to use as a um, as a resource because again, speaking with them, they just didn't have a resource that they could provide their their clients walking in their office. Yeah, that's awesome. So give us a few uh, sort of highlights, you know, from the book itself, like some of those tips that yeah. you've put in it. Yeah, like what did you learn most? Yeah. Uh, like a couple things that you learned most when uh, writing the book. Yeah. Writing the book, I mean, it, a lot of the stuff was um, surrounding, again, uh, you know, the, the, the big three of what you can do with your your matrimonial home, like what, are your, what options do you have in front of you? Um, I mean, and that's stuff that I know we have quite a bit of content on on, on the DivorceNet uh, site about those items. Um, but it was more, I'd say more on the legal side, you know, on how assets can be um, divided and how how that actually happens. It's different province by province. Um, and, and that I didn't know. Um, so, you know, speaking with a family law lawyer to, to figure out, you know, are, are things divided in an equitable manner or not? You know, like how does, how does that actually, how does it actually play out? Um, so that was really interesting. And, um, and then from there, I mean, again, it was, it was just kind of compiling my thoughts on, you know, when we're meeting and working with a seller, you know, how, how do we go from meeting number one to analyzing and viewing their home to getting them sold? You know, what does that process look like for them? And, and, you know, and how can we shave out as much of the, I guess, the stress points? Because certainly people going through a, a separation or a divorce, I mean, there's already a huge layer of stress and emotional, you know, uh, emotional strain at the same time. So you, you don't necessarily want to add too much more to that. So it's a matter of, you know, how can we streamline this process to make it so we're not, you know, creating, you know, more, more strain, more stress than, than we actually, you know, need to. Mm -hmm. 
so those were some of the big things. And then, and then certainly, I mean, you know, doing some research on, um, on just general divorce statistics. Um, you know, I, I was pretty blown away um, at, at just, you know, the, the divorce rate in Canada uh, and, and how many, I guess the divorced number of divorced people in the country, you know, from the year 2000, I think went from 1.8 million to 2020 is up to 2.7 million. So, I mean, that's a 40% increase over those 20 years. I mean, it's, 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 it's sizable, you know, so there's a lot more, um, divorce or separation taking place, which means, and again, when you, when you search for stuff and we have clients walking into our office asking questions and there's, there's literally no good content. I didn't, I, I couldn't really find out there. So to me, I thought it was important to try and compile it into, again, it's a high level guide. I mean, you still need a lawyer, you still need to talk to an accountant, you still need someone on the mortgage industry as well. Um, but at least it gives you a general roadmap or guide to kind of follow. So you have, at least you have a starting point. Yeah, I think one of the things I've always found when it, can't, when it comes to the marital house, and I was just mentioning this to Tina actually before we started this podcast, uh, um, is I find when I first started in the industry as um, a divorce analyst, I would try to sugarcoat things, try to make it look the best I could for them. Right. But the longer I did, the more I realized I got to cut to the chase. I got to peel back the emotional part of it and get right to the logical part because sometimes people are in a fog. They're in this emotional fog where they're having trouble making a decision about right. things. And the marital house was probably one of the most contentious things there. Absolutely. Because all, you know, you're, you're, you're having all those beautiful memories, mm -hmm. you know, there's an attachment like to like, I did the paint in this room and I did this to this part of the house. So people get really ingrained in trying to keep it or fight over it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and then you kind of lose like the logic, you lose focus on, okay, if you actually step back and look at this from a, like a financial perspective, you know, does it make sense to have one person's salary have to carry that home yeah. and be solely responsible for it? You know, and, and I know you can look at the, the co-ownership, you know, route where one person moves out, one, one person would stay, but the issue, with that is i mean you know the person who's moved out is still going to be you know financially responsible if anything goes wrong so mm -hmm. how long do you want to do that for you mm -hmm. know and, and is that is that you know putting everyone the whole the whole the whole entity in in a good financial or legal situation or not i mean it's ultimately yeah, yeah i think you know as much as keeping kids in the same school and keeping them in their same bedrooms and all those emotional pieces sometimes you know, you might try to do it, but you create such a, a financial stress on yourself that it actually just creates more bad than good. And there's no finite. Yeah. And there's no finite, you know, like there's no mm -hmm. definitive result. It's like, oh, we're still in this purgatory mm -hmm. of, yeah. of still co-owning the house and stuff. And, and then aside from the children, because they'll always, if there's children involved, there's always going to be that emotional attachment. But aside from the children, which is obviously huge, there's going to still always be that emotional attachment, right? To that house, if you co-own it mm -hmm. for infinity, right? Like it, it's just, yeah, it, it, it's no, there's no di division. There's no separate, there's no true line yeah you know yeah, yeah i got a question for you do you have uh now I, I i've heard this in the past sometimes when there's very contentious uh situations going on where you know uh, one partner might think the other's taking advantage of them or i don't want to use this real estate agent because he's your friend or something like that do you do you ever get into situations where you know like you'd represent one party and the other party might have another realtor or something like that or do you do that in your firm 
Yeah. So a lot of times um, th that will be the case. You know, someone might have, and a lot, I find a lot of times if, if, if the, if the couple has a, a close friend as a realtor, they typically don't use that realtor because they, mm -hmm. they feel like there's just, there's just, there's too much, you know, um, bias that could be there. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we'll end up, you know, we'll come in, we'll meet with the, you know, the, the, the people going through the separation and divorce um, you know, I'll be the one primarily listing a home, but then when, when both parties, if they're looking at renting or buying, or, you know, one, one of each, whatever it happens to be, uh, because we have three other realtors on our team that work on the buying and renting side, we'll pair each person with, with an individual realtor of their own. So they feel like they, they're only dealing with one person and they're not dealing with me then uh, on, the, on that purchase or renting side as well. So it does give that separation, allows them to then embark on that new kind of, I guess, journey or life, lifestyle with their own individual realtor, which right. I, I think is really important. I think to have one, one agent sell a house and then help, you know, two people, you know, find a home to buy or rent. I think there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of information that you're gonna be passing back and forth that, you know, you may not, they may not want to have, you know, funnel through one individual, right? So yeah. Yeah. it's nice to have that separation. Yeah, that makes a Very lot of true. sense. Very yeah. true. Um, okay, so that's, 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 that's good. So anything you want to wrap up with, we're getting close to about 20 minutes, but okay. uh, uh, thank you for sharing all that information. And you said they can find it on your website, the book, right? Yeah, show us right. the book. You, yeah, you showed it book. to us. Oh. Yeah. So there, okay. that's the, uh, that's the front cover of the book there on the back. Awesome. And yeah, I, it's, 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 it's just shy of about a, you know, it's shy of a hundred pages. I mean, I, I jokingly, you know, I'll, I'll admit I'm not a reader. Um, so when I was writing this thing, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna have to write something that's like fairly uh, concise because you know, if it's more than 60, 70 pages, I know I would not read it. Uh, so I tried <laughs> to make it as concise as possible so that people with attention spans like me can actually get through it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so I, so I, I tried to make it as uh, as to the point as I could. I like it. No, yeah. that's a good yeah. idea too. Yeah. And I think I think with what we've learned this year, with yeah. uh, people's attention spans are definitely getting shorter. You know, yeah. and they want they want all the juice, yeah. but they don't want to take the time to squeeze the lemon, right? Exactly. <laughs> they want yeah. it right now. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I mean, to, that, to that point, like you go into you go you watch some videos and things on YouTube. There's actually a way now to watch videos in a fast forward motion. So you can watch oh it at one and a half times speed. So everyone's, you can still hear what they're saying, but they're talking in like high pitched squeaky voices. Oh my God. And they, and they do that. Cause again, people want to shrink a two minute video into a minute and 15 seconds because that's their attention span. Wow. You know? That's scary. It's actually, actually that's scary. ridiculous. Yeah. I think that's the, the, the big draw of TikTok, right? Is that they, yeah. they've taken basically what Instagram and some of these other platforms have done and they've crunched it down and said, yeah. okay, if it's any longer than 30 seconds, you can't be on the platform. Yeah. Right? And no. then you can, but then I, yeah, then, oh, that's a whole new yeah. rabbit trail. We're not talking about TikTok because <laughs> it literally is a rabbit trail. Yeah. You just, well, Adam, yeah. I'm amazed that you actually had the time to write that book. <laughs> I got to tell yeah. you. Oh, thank um, you. Good. So look, going forward, uh, people will be able to reach out to you through the website. You're, you're going to have, you have a, uh, a member profile page on DivorceNet. They'll be able to reach out to you through that and all the other uh, incredible members that we have on the site. And as well, uh, why don't you give everyone your website or, or your coordinates so they can get a hold of you? Sure. Yeah. So my website is ottawaishome.com. So should be, should be easier. Remember if you live in Ottawa and it's your home, that's my website, ottawaishome.com. I love it. That's awesome. great. Awesome. Thanks, Excellent. For being well, thanks so much for, uh, for having me guys. Really appreciate it. It's great to, great to see you again and great to be back.
Yeah, I'm looking forward to reading your book, actually. I think I will uh, subscribe and get a copy online. Yeah, and we're okay, gonna we're, we'll get the link from you and we'll put it on the DivorceNet site as well. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Awesome, Great. thanks, Adam. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly podcast on divorce. You can find this and other great advice from divorce professionals at divorcenet.ca, where we upload audio, video, and blog content every week. Divorcenet.ca, clear and simple divorce advice from trusted local professionals.